0: Time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Mosseller. Is your IRA ready for retirement? That's what we're going to talk about on today's edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Welcome. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road. You can find Glenn online at roadmapfinancial.com. Glenn, we're going to talk a little bit about IRAs today. obviously, an incredibly popular vehicle to save for retirement. And we're going to see if your IRA is ready for that eventual date if it's still, you know, in the future for you as you listen to today's show. Some people, however, might be too passive about how they're saving and investing inside of that account. So that's why we're going to put it under some scrutiny today to see if it's ready. And to see if you're truly taking advantage of the pros and aware of the cons that exist inside an IRA, as an example. To get us started, Glenn, you know, I looked up a few studies within the past few years, and they've shown that about one-third of people in their 50s and 60s, again, one-third of folks in their 50s and 60s, have 100% of their IRAs invested in the stock market and nothing else. My question for you is, is that a problem? <laughs>
1: Well, Walter, obviously it always depends, but for the vast majority of folks, yeah, that's a red flag, right? Because it's like, you know, if we're that close to retirement or maybe actually have already moved to retirement, you know, we need to make sure that that money is going to be there for you when you need it, right? And everybody is fully aware of the, you know, the ups and downs and all the risks of the markets. And how, I mean, you don't have to look that far back. I mean, you know, we, you know, we go back to March of this year where we had, you know, that mini crash, you know, and, and of course it snapped back. But, you know, but ultimately it's, you know, you saw, you know, if you were watching your account values and you had a lot of exposure to the stock market, then you saw, it's like, my goodness. I mean, it, it was just like really rapidly, you know, it, it just, the values fell. If you go back to, you know, to 2000, you know, to the dot coms or to 2008 when, you know, with the uh, with the financial crisis, you know, and, and you and you saw, I mean, the, ultimately the, you know, the major averages were down. You know, they, they lost rough, roughly half of their value. And so you start thinking about that and you start thinking about, well, wait a minute, if you're in retirement or you're getting ready to retire, the whole idea of, you know, of, of you know, of saving and investing is, is that, you know, you don't you don't want to sell things when they're when they're down. However, if you're going to be drawing money out for income, and you, you know, and that's and that's either, you know, because you, that's part of your overall plan, or maybe maybe you're you've been fortunate enough that you have other things in place, and you have, you know, you you know, you have your IRA, and you and you you know, you, you're getting to that point of of those required minimum distributions. Well, again, I mean, even at that, I mean, if you're being forced to either through, you know, the, the regulations that are there of the required distributions or because of just your you know, overall plan or your, or your needs to be drawing money out. You know, you don't want to be doing that when there is a significant loss of value and then you're and then you're basically you're selling shares to create income, you know, when when prices are dramatically down. That's not a formula for you know for success and there's not you know it's it's hard to sustain that, particularly I mean even once it's difficult to you know to make make sure that everything lasts. but ultimately as as everyone knows you know there's there's market cycles and there's ups and downs and you know if we have any kind of a of a norm going forward in terms of economic cycles, you know five, seven you know years or so you know for a full market cycle, ups and downs, well you know you know you might have two, three, four market cycles. You know in your retirement years and so if you know if, if everything's in the markets and you know it's it's it ups and it's down and it's up and it's down well the, mo- the money that you're taking out of those accounts for income while things are down never get an opportunity to recover because you've actually taken the money out and so that becomes a real problem and that's one of the big reasons why we make the distinction between the accumulation years and the preservation and distribution years. It's a significantly different phase of life and different strategies and different mindsets need to come into play.
0: Great points, Glenn. So part of the problem, it seems, is that people just don't know what their options are. I feel like from talking to lots of different people just that I know personally, a lot of people don't realize what their options are inside an in our IRA. What else can they invest in within that account besides the usual stocks, bonds, mutual funds?
1: Right. Well, I mean, typically, Walter, I mean, if you, you have an IRA, you know, there you, you can have those types of products in place. Certainly, you can diversify within those different vehicles, but you can actually also have. You know, and some insurance products in there, you know, and annuities can, you know, can play a role in there. And I know when I bring the word up annuity, you know, a lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of different reactions to that, right? You, you have some folks say, you know, gosh, you know, I've heard really good things. You know, other people is like, oh gosh, I'm not sure about that. Well, I've heard some bad things about those. You know, what is, you know, what does that mean? You know, what, you know, why would I want to do that? Well, ultimately, think about it like this, right? I mean, you know, if you're somebody who does not have a pension, you know, the question is, is would you like to have a pension? <laughs> and, you know, whenever I've asked that of somebody who didn't have one, well, they, they kind of look at me kind of funny. He says, well, of course I'd like to have a pension. You know, it's just like, you know, that would, you know, why wouldn't I want to have that? Right. Because I said, well, why do you, why would you want that? It's like, well, because of the obvious, because I know that that, that, that paycheck is going to come in month after month and you know, it's going to be there ongoing. Right. And so ultimately, that, you know, you could potentially create your own personalized pension with a, you know, with a portion of your IRA, you know, to, you know, to position it in such a way that you know that that can be there. And that can be a part of the overall plan. You know, now the question comes into play, well, is that, is that going to be true for everybody? Is Glenn going to suggest to everybody that they should buy an insurance product or put an annuity in their IRA? Well, absolutely not. It's not for everybody. It depends upon the scenario what other resources do you have? What are your goals, objectives, and that kind of thing? But ultimately, you know, for the vast majority of folks, they, you know, they, you know, I, I sometimes will introduce that idea as like, well, let's consider this or let's at least talk about it so you understand what your options are. You know, a lot of folks have said, well, Glenn, gosh, I, I didn't really realize that I could even do that in, inside of my IRA. And, you know, obviously, you're not going to typically know that if your exposure has been to your, you know, the, the choices that are in your 401ks and that kind of thing, because it really. That doesn't really reside there. And for the vast majority of folks, when they, when they, if they work with an advisor, you know, you know, typically a lot of times that advisor is really again you know, a kind of a broker and, and it's thinking in terms of, well, let's you know, buy and sell this mutual fund or this stock or this bond or whatever the case may be, but it's it's not normally oriented to, you know, how are we going to have reliable income through time? And think about it. An IRA is an individual retirement account. Or an individual retirement arrangement in such a way that that, that, you, that money has, has been designated for future income, right? You've, what you've done is you've taken money from your working years and you've put it into an account with a plan of, of utilizing it later on in life. It's really deferred wages and if you really think about what that money is. And so, you know, it's it's in order to create an income stream, you want to think in terms of if I have my money you know, positioned, you know, in, in this vehicle or that vehicle, is it going to give me what I ultimately want in the retirement years? And for some people, you know, in certain situations, maybe they can do that with, with all market based and, you know, uh, vehicles or, or, you know, investments, mutual funds, stocks, whatever the case may be. But it's certainly I, I would always argue that it's probably better that you fully understand all of your choices and you understand what you're saying yes and what you're saying no to rather than just saying no by default because you either just completely are unaware of something or don't understand all you know all the different things that it could do for you. So, but I would also, you know, caution you, it's like, you know be wary of the person who has the magic annuity, right? That's going to solve all your problems and be the silver bullet and, and, you know, and do everything for you because that doesn't exist either, right? I mean, it's really, what is your particular situation and what are your needs? And then let's take a look at and see what all the choices that you may have. And let's see, you know, how can we position things in such a way that you're able to have your IRA or that money that you've saved for retirement, do what you want it to do for you. Does that make sense, Walter?
0: It does make sense, Glenn. Yeah, absolutely. Now, can we expand this beyond just the IRA world? I mean, can we ex- uh, kind of expand these same concepts to other tax-deferred accounts, 401Ks, 403Bs, TSPs, those kinds?
1: It depends. I mean, there, there are some scenarios where there may be some options there, but again, they're, they're typically quite limited a lot of times you know you know there are you know I have seen situations where that you know that, that they can potentially turn you know that into you know the, that retirement account into an annuity but the one thing you have to think in terms of is is that not all annuities are created equal right and they don't all do the exact same things you know if, if you're in essence if you're turning if you're, you're turning a retirement account into an income stream and you completely give up the control of that underlying asset and you no longer own that underlying asset and and now you've traded that uh, a lump sum of dollars for an income stream for your life or for a joint life. I mean, that's an option. But, you know, most people like the idea of being able to still maintain control of that underlying asset. And typically, you're going to have significantly more choices and more flexibility within an IRA. And you can obviously do rollovers out of a 401k or a 403b or a TSB. You can roll those dollars into an IRA. And then you can have, in essence, you can have the, your choice of whatever's in the marketplace versus only being you know, having the opportunity to choose between that limited menu inside of that that particular you know, work-related account.
0: Okay. That does make sense. Yes. Uh, appreciate the clarity on that. Some folks, I think, Glenn, are concerned about taxes and the implications of moving investments around within that IRA. Um, in fact, I, I used to think this as well. When you bought and sold things inside the IRA, uh, doesn't that create tax problems for me if I'm buying and selling and, and going through all that? So what are... Some of the tax rules about IRAs that people should know.
1: Well, the first thing you're gonna think in terms of is is if the money stays within the IRA, i.e., it's not distributed out, then you know, if, if it's inside of the IRA account to begin with and you make a transaction, you buy something, you sell something, and it's still within the IRA, that's not a taxable event, right? It just all you did was just in essence, you moved it from your right pocket to your left pocket, and and you, and it's still within the IRA. You can do the same thing in terms of a you know a, a 401k or a 403b or a TSP. You can literally roll those dollars into an IRA, and if you roll, you know, if say for instance, if it's pre-tax account. Um, in your 401k or your TSP and you roll that over and, and you roll it into an IRA and it's, it's, and it's still in a pre-tax IRA a traditional IRA, then that's a non-taxable event if it goes from institution to institution. That's not a tax event, so to speak. You know, in essence, what when, when it's when it starts to become a tax event is is when you start to draw that money out as income, or you take a distribution. It goes into your checking account or to your savings account, and now you're going to be, you know, starting to spend that money. When it's distributed out, now it becomes income. It becomes a taxable transaction that took place. We want to think in terms of, you know, um, that that kind of tax planning. Um, there are situations where we may want to consider a Roth conversion or a Roth conversion of part of of, of your of your retirement accounts. And so when we talk about Roth, in essence, if we're making a conversion, in essence, we're, what we're doing is we're saying, okay, we're going to move a certain portion of money from a pre-tax account to a Roth account. That is going to be a that's going to be a taxable event. But then after that taxable event happens, whatever happens within that Roth going forward is, is you know, potentially you're, you're now able to have that money that's, that's in the Roth. Now it's, it's paid taxes once and now it never pays taxes again. And so that becomes a scenario that can be very advantageous, particularly when we're thinking in terms of, um, you know, longer term income planning, tax planning, even legacy planning. And so, you know, again, we have to look at everybody's individual situation as to what makes the most sense, but, you know, ultimately, the, we have to kind of dig down into the weeds and really and really, kind of evaluate where are you, what do you have, what do you want to see happen, and what, and what are your choices, and, you know, and, and making sure that, you, that you've planned for and, and you've at least examined, you know, well, what happens if you know, the, this scenario happens. What happens if tax rates go higher? You know, have you have you looked at the implications of if you, if you take distributions out of your IRA or your 401k, what that might do to the taxability of your Social Security? And we start thinking in terms of, well, how can we position those dollars to be more efficient for you, right, and to be able to have those dollars work better for you? And, and when we start thinking about the possibility of doing Roth conversions, that's typically something that you're you're only really going to be able to do within a within an IRA structure, right? You kind of have to roll that money over into an IRA so that you could do that conversion, and so that's you know we're kind of getting uh, you know into into some you know higher level you know planning you know potential, and obviously not everybody that's not going to be the right fit for everybody. We would want to take a look at your situation, but again, ultimately we can, we come back to the idea that you know, to really be able to make wise financial decisions, you really need to know what are your choices and what are your options. And unless you know what those choices and options are, then you're by default saying yes to certain things and no to other things without even knowing that you're making choices. And so, like I say, you you really want to be able to Make an informed yes or no decision based on facts and information rather than just lack of information or an emotional reaction or a guess at this to what you think might be the case or that you heard somebody say around the water cooler. Are you with me, Walter?
0: Yep. And I think it's really good advice for folks to not take that advice heard around the water cooler and make sure that we are making uh, better choices with our dollars, making better choices with our investments uh, when it comes to retirement. you know The IRA or those other accounts we talked about, your 401k, 403b, it's important to know some of the basics of the rules of tax implications and of the best ways to utilize those accounts. And they definitely all need to be constructed in harmony with one another as well. If you need some help making that happen, if you need to talk about a rollover, you know, does it make sense for you to do a rollover or something like that, Um, to to look at the tax implications of your plans. All these little considerations add up into making big differences in how you live your retirement. So you want to make sure you're making these right choices. And if you want to reach out to Glenn to talk about your situation, get some customized guidance based on your unique situation, you can do that by calling 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. Or go online to roadmapfinancial.com. That's roadmapfinancial.com. Click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page and you can schedule a time to meet from your smartphone or computer. Very easy to do it. Glenn, uh, that's it for today's show. Thank you for the help and the guidance. And we'll talk again on the next episode.
1: Fantastic, Walter. Take care.
0: There you have it. Putting your IRA under some scrutiny. Is it ready for retirement? If it's not after uh, today's conversation, don't hesitate to reach out to Glenn with any questions you might have. And we'll look forward to talking to you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast.